Impact, Income, and Influence. In his first year in the digital marketing game, Jay Fazette was able to do over $2 million without spending any money on ads. If you want to know how to grow your business quickly without spending tons of money, today's episode is for you. Jay is going to share his framework that he developed through trial and error of how to develop the ultimate JV relationships. Enjoy. Impact, income, and influence. It's the three things that are most important to entrepreneurs today, and that's what this podcast is all about. If you're a coach, consultant, author, blogger, YouTuber, creator, or entrepreneur who believes what they do can change the world, this podcast is dedicated to you. I'm Steve Warner, and welcome to Impact, Income, and Influence. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Impact, Income, and Influence, the number one show for monetization strategy on the internet. I am here with Jay Fazette, the founder of JVology, the biggest JV platform in the world. He is such an amazing guy. He's Canadian, so you know he's nice, but he always helps all of his clients with their JV setups, and he does amazing things. I had the pleasure of meeting him when we spoke together at a live event back in January when those were still a thing. Jay, take it away. Tell us a little bit about Mastermind Millions, JVology. How did you come up with this idea, and how did you build it? <clears throat> Grand question. So let, let's start with the Mastermind to Millions piece. Um, so I ran a personal development company and we actually still do uh, courses and I license that content for the better part of 30 years. And part of the thing in, in terms of personal transformation that happens is that people um, get inspired in a three-day or a five-day course to transform their beliefs in their life and all those pieces, but they go back to the life they designed before the transformation. And often the gravity of that life pulls them back to, frankly, pretty much the way that they were, except it often hurts more because they had a glimpse of what was possible. So um, I did those courses back in 1986. I went to work for the organization in 88 and I bought it in 1991. And it, it was pretty clear to me pretty quickly that there was, we could do better if we supported people after the courses. So way back, you know, 1991, we started uh, training all of my coaches, all of my trainers, all of my facilitators uh, to actually lead mastermind groups. So we had been leading mastermind groups quite literally for about 25 years before they became a thing anywhere else. And um, so fast forward to, I decided I wanted to learn this internet marketing thing. I joined a couple of uh, sort of coaching groups and those sorts of things in the US. And I was at a, I was at a event and, and somebody was sort of pissing and moaning about their mastermind group, not going the way that they thought that it should. And it's a little bit troublesome and all the rest of it. And I just said, it's like, well, you know, I have this training program that I've used internally for a quarter century, like for 25 years. And, and I think it could help. And if you want it, I'll just give it to you. And that little gift and that interaction, you know, you talked about Canadians being nice and giving stuff away. That little gift and interaction actually unfolded into the development of an entire brand that didn't exist called Mastermind to Millions, which is the brand that unfolded from giving this away. And people were like, wow, how, like, how do you know this stuff? And it's like, well, I've been, I probably launched 300 masterminds with my coaches and trainers, those sorts of things over the past 25 years. It's like, we probably have done more than anyone else I know. 
And that unfolded into us launching this brand, which went from zero, it didn't exist, to $2.6 million in 14 months. And it was literally nothing more than what we'd been doing internally for a quarter century with some additional marketing and positioning pieces to help independents position, launch, and lead their own mastermind group. So that's how, how Mastermind to Millions came to be. Um, and it was the craziest thing. I, I wish I could tell you, Steve, there was like this brilliant strategy and all the rest of it, but it was just... It was one of these resources that wouldn't represent like one half of 1% of what I've created over the years that I just gave away that just, you know, the right time, the right place um, took Spark off. something. Yes, exactly. That's, I mean, I think that that, out of all the people that I've talked to, that seems to always be the thing. Like you're building something that's for yourself. You prove it, you get it to work, you hone it down, you get it where it needs to be. And then you end up sharing it with somebody and you're like, oh my goodness, I can actually sell this. And it helps because it serves a market need, right? It served your need yeah. first, then served the market need. Something I want to touch on that you said that I, I we weren't going to talk about personal development, but I'm a huge <laughs> personal development fan. Yeah. So you touched on this and I think anyone out there listening to it, that's everyone probably has gone through some kind of personal development, but they end up just like you said, reaching for the moon starting to move forward, getting really excited for a couple of days and then sliding backwards a little bit. A little you bit. saw that. <laughs> well, you, one, you saw that. And two, I appreciate that you say that because I love Tony Robbins to death, but he would always say, you don't backslide. Like that's your own problem. Things, all of that's, that. So that is such BS. And, and honest to God, I just have to interrupt and say, I am so sick and tired of unconscious marketers selling personal development under the guise that it's an instant and permanent change. Have you effing met humanity? Like that is not how it goes. Is it possible? Yes, it's possible. Does it happen? Yes. Is it as rare as Sasquatch riding a unicorn? Yes. Christ almighty. It drives me nuts, Steve. Like seriously. Well, that's that. So that actually preframes my question perfectly well. If you had to, from all your time in personal development, is that where the mastermind came from was to stop the backslide and help support people move forward? And is that what you would still suggest today? Somebody is out there doing personal development stuff and they're like, man, I keep beating myself up every day. I'm backsliding. What's something from all your wealth of knowledge that you would give them? Well, it's a, it's a simplest community. So I'll, I'll recommend a book that is the best science, by the way. It, and it's, it's funny that this book isn't as well read as it should be, but I think that it isn't as well read as it should be because it flies in the face of the instant marketers of you two can have an instant transformation of five balance of crystal on your head. Um, so uh, it's called Change or Die, uh, and it's written by a guy named Alan Deutschman. And uh, he actually boils down the, what he calls the three R's of real and lasting change. And uh, it is relate, repeat, reframe. And uh, of the three R's, the one that is the most significant is relate, which is fundamentally community. That is why mastermind groups work so well to assist people to actually create and live into the transformation that they taste. And uh, by the way, the community doesn't have to be a mastermind group. The community could be your church group. The community could be your running group. The community could be your family. If if they were playing along, which often they aren't, but that's another conversation. Um, but, but community is the most important thing. So if you can find a community that is in alignment with the changes that you are working on creating in your life, by the way, life, business, the entire process, then that's probably the, well, I, I, I'll, I'm going to take my, my qualifier off it. It is the single most important decision that you will make in your entire life. I talk about this in, in our JVology, uh, sort of marketing promotions, which is this, look, we're going to teach you a whole bunch of stuff, but you know, what's more important, 
the decision you have to make is what is the joint venture community that you are going to join and participate in? Because that is going to, it, the right community handles the reframing because it's embedded and implicit and explicit in every conversation. And it handles the repeating because you're always in the same conversation about how am I going to actually shift this and create this? And the science, just to be clear about this, that he, that he used as the foundation of this book is people that have had double or triple uh, heart bypass surgery. And how, um, you know, I, should I give away the essence of the book? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> so, so he, he studies, and it's not a, it's not a, it's, it's a decent sample, right? So it's actual fact. So he studies a bunch of people that basically have heart attacks, have uh, surgery. They wake up and they are told these words, you change your lifestyle or you will die. It's that simple. This is not a... Um, It'd be nice if you did. You should lose five pounds. Keep your blood pressure low. Like it's not that conversation. It's change or die. That's the title of the book. Now, when I ask people this question, it's like, so how many of you think if you, number one, are lying in bed with your chest, you know, cut from here to here, stapled back up, and you actually lived through your heart attack, and somebody said to you, change your day, how many of you think you could actually make the change? And I ask it in a room and everybody's hand goes up. It's like, I can do that. It's like, it's change or die. In the face of the biggest fear of a human being, which is dying, I could do it. But guess what yep. the reality is? I would say, I would say less than 20%, probably like 10%. You are exactly correct. One in 10 can stick the change. One in 10 in the face of death, for Christ's sake. In the face of death. So when we get to, and I'm not trying to slam Tony Robbins, but it's just that example of we can do an NLP uh, trick and it's going to be a permanent and never ending uh, solution that is going to take all these things. It's like, not likely. Again, it's possible. But yeah, I, I follow what you're saying. I mean, I, I love Tony Robbins events. I think they are great to go to and they move the needle and they show you what is possible, but you have to, you, you have to, I agree, have a silver group. group. You have to change your life. You have to read a bunch of books. It is not, you don't go to an event for three days and come out of that with your life changed. It can be the catalyst to start a change, but it cannot beautiful. be change. Yes. So, okay. Thanks for clearing that up. I, I love personal development and that was a really, really good takeaway. So that leads to you giving away the mastermind program. Yes. So, how did that move forward? Like you gave it to this random person. You probably didn't think anything of it. Did they come back to you and say like, oh my God, or what, what happened? Well, they said that this was absolutely epic and astounding and amazing. And you know, you should do something with it. And I dismissed it. Didn't do anything. <laughs> I had other things I was working on. And <laughs> so uh, a little while later, um, another dear friend of mine uh, was participating. He knew I was working on list building. So I was really trying to learn this digital marketing, thing, which honest goodness, at the beginning, I completely sucked at. I was like terrible, terrible, terrible. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so Justin calls me and he says, hey, you know, our, our mutual friend is doing this giveaway. It's called the Done For You Giveaway. And, um, and in the last couple of days, I've already got like 800 opt-ins. I know that would move the needle for you. You should, you should participate in this. So I call the woman who's running it and we have a conversation and everything I suggest to contribute in the giveaway, she says, isn't done for you enough. <clears throat> everything she suggests to me sounds like a damn make work project that I'm unwilling to do. And uh, I hang up the phone and I say, if I think of something, I'll let you know. So uh, the next day I wake up and it's like, hey, 
wait a minute, what about that Mastermind Mentors Manual? The same thing I give away, which is the 52-page training process of exactly what we did to teach and to train our founder. Like, there's no holdback. There's no, it's not the short version. It's like, this is the manual. It, it still has the old dates in it, for crying out loud. I didn't change it. I didn't update it. I didn't do anything with it. And uh, I sent it to her, and I said, what, what do you think of this? Is that done for you enough? And she's like, holy crap, this is like everything anyone needs to know to do this. It's like, you, you have the outline yet, like, like this, is, this is really done for you. She said, I'll put this at the top of our page. Now, at nice. the time, this is the funny thing. At the time, I think my list was like, uh, of opt-in list was only like 1,800 people. So I would, had my fingers crossed that we would get like 250 and I would cross the 2,000 person mark on my list. Like that was going to be this monumental thing. Um, the giveaway, I was just on the tail end of it because we were taking time to get all this done. Mm -hmm. We had 3,400 opt-ins in about four days. Nice. Yeah. And that moves and, the needle quite a bit. That's good. It, cer it certainly does. And, and then I'm like, oh, crap. I guess we should sell them something. <laughs> which, which I hadn't, I hadn't even thought that far ahead. It was just I was trying to get a little list build thing going on. So uh, what transpired from there is that I framed out the, the or pulled out the six pillars of masterminds that work. Um, I led two webinars that we sent, to, sent out to the people who had opted in. And... Uh, told everybody that, look, I've been teaching this for 25 years. However, not in this format. If you want to play with me, you'll get full access to me. You'll get full access to my resources. It'll be 997 bucks. And we did two webinars. We converted 75 people at a, and that was like a 36% conversion rate on a webinar. And that was the beginning of the model. And uh, that was our beta. Then we rolled it out at 1997, got a bunch of JV partners. And that's how we went from zero to 2.6 in that time frame. Uh, we also mastered the, because my, my, my history and background is live events from the personal development field, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, with each of those launches, we did a live event that uh, we uh, sold a premium program to. And it just, it just beautifully unfolded. And I, I truly genuinely love that program and did unbelievably good work. That's awesome. That is a really good story. And I think if you're a digital marketer listening to this, one of the takeaways is you didn't go into this and build some big crazy course with the idea of selling it. You Hell took no. something that you had, you threw it against the wall. I mean, one of the things that changed my life was when I went and saw Russell speak to the small group and he was talking. Russell Brunson was like, I've launched 2,700 funnels. Of that, less than 10% of them broke even, less than 5% of them made money. When you yes. think about the game like that, then it becomes a lot less discouraging. So you, you admit you got lucky. Like you had the program, you knew that it worked. 25 you, years of training and tweaking. I mean, there, there was, <laughs> right. it wasn't a big, it's like, ooh, I wonder. I, 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 in fact, I used to laugh, Steve. It's like people go, it's like, oh, that was pretty smart of you to jump on the, on the mastermind bandwagon. It's like, <laughs> I don't, I'm, we're, we're at year 28 now. It's, it's not really bandwagon jumping. <laughs> right. So, so far we've covered, you should join a group. If you want to change your life, join a group. You should throw things at the wall and see if they stick. You should JV with people. So talk yeah. to us a little bit about JVology because you had this masterminds to millions mm -hmm. went really well, but then out of that, you started having people, the smart people, Say, how did you do that? <laughs> right. Yeah, so, so, and I'm just going to back up the bus a little bit, Steve, to, to yeah. fill in one of the things. So while I was, so we have this strong seven figure personal development business that we've been running for a couple of decades, but I'm working hard. Uh, like, like literally there's, there's 200 plus um, events 
a year in three different cities. Um, now, obviously, that isn't all me. I train facilitators, blah, blah, blah. But it was still, it was, it was hard. It was hard work. I decided I want to do this digital marketing thing. I kind of fail at it. I'm struggling all the rest of it. I get invited to uh, Christian Michelson's uh, JV Summit, <clears throat> which the first year I was invited, I said no, because I thought it was stupid. And I didn't understand what joint ventures were or why I was going to stop working doing this shit I knew how to do to go meet some people that may or may not mail for me if I like them or don't like them. It's like, that just seemed like a ridiculous thing. So I tell him to take a flying leap. It's like, no, whatever, next. Um, I don't find out till afterwards that there's an entire lineup of people that have been begging, borrowing, bribing, trying to get into that room that I'm like, bite me. Um, <laughs> it was completely silly. Um, but I thought I could figure it out on my own, which by the way, just to be clear about this, um, that figuring out on your own, um, unbelievably expensive and slow, don't do that. Um, next year, I'm invited back and uh, I, longer story, which I won't fill you in the details, but I ultimately go there and I meet this incredible group of people. And uh, I, I remember this one person and you have to keep in mind, I'm coming out of over a quarter century personal development program, uh, facilitating. We have over 800 hours of experiential content. I am a international best-selling author. I have digital, pro like I've got, I've got a product suite that would make most people fall over from an aneurysm just if they saw it. But I can't, I, up to that point, I can't make five cents online. Like seriously, I, I can give my stuff away. And I sit down beside this woman, I will never forget her as long as I live. <clears throat> and we can say, so what do you do? What do you do? All the rest of them, she says, well, you know, I have this uh, 19 page PDF and that 19 page PDF uh, converts pretty well. And then I do a retreat and you know, I do strong six figures a year. <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm like, uh, but just back up the bus a little bit. So you're telling me that from a 19 page PDF, you're doing strong and turned out to be like mid six figures a year. She goes, Oh yeah. And I don't like to work too hard. So that's why I only do a couple of retreats a year. And, and yep. I, I, my jaw drops and it's like, ah, what? Like, no. And then I, I sit in this room and, and there's a bunch of people who at the time, I, I want to be very clear about this, who at the time, I judged as one note tunes and it was like, but the one note tunes are all kicking my butt in terms of their actual sales and what their business is doing online. Like, and not by a little bit, I'm talking kicking my butt. Right. And, uh, and it was, it, the best way I could describe that first experience was I felt like I was led into a room that was dark. The lights were all off and I'm wearing a blindfold feeling around for the light switch. Cause it's like, I don't know which way is up. I don't know how the hell this works. How do you make any money from a 19 page PDF? How is it that if these people only do this one thing that anybody gives a shit? Like I just, I, I was just baffled. So I started, uh, I started with this decision, which is clearly they know something I don't and I best shut up and learn. So I selected the people that I thought had, uh, the, the most alignment with me and my tribe. And uh, I just decided I was going to support them and I was going to become their JV partner. Now, this is something, by the way, you don't need your own product to begin to join venture. At this stage of the game, I had this entire personal development suite, but that wasn't selling. So I just set it aside and it was like, okay, let me introduce you and your product, if it's the right one, to my community. And I did that in every way, shape, under the, under the sun. My, obviously, my list size was tiny at the time. I phoned people. I ran my own webinars. I like I did everything. I like very, very old school. And in pretty short order, I was on the leaderboard for Rich and Milana from the Joint Venture Insider Circle. I was on the leaderboard for Christian Michelson. I was on the leaderboard. Like it just took off. 
disproportionate to what my list size was. And uh, so that process of just spending, and it was probably a year, maybe 14 months in total, I was in the process of doing that and supporting these other people. So Lisa Sasevich, Bill Barron, uh, like you, kind of the who's, uh, Alex Mendozian, mm -hmm. like who's who of, a, of, of sort of digital marketing at the time. And uh, then by the time this mastermind thing clicked and I had done the beta test and our conversions were off the hook and I had these raving testimonials, then it was super simple. All these folks that I had supported were like, hey, I'm behind you. Now, one other kink that I, that I didn't tell you about this was that by the time I went to the second summit uh, for Christians is that I'm now it's like the lights are on blindfolds off. I know what I'm going to do. I go and I, I'm looking for the people that I really want to connect with. And the damnedest thing happened. This was so strange. Um, so there was, I think that one thing, it was 34 people, 35 people. And it was like, there was, there was about seven that was like, those folks I really want to do some business with. And we were all having wine and the friend of mine was playing the piano and we get talking and it turns out, that every single one of those seven people, and I had no idea of this before, just to be clear, Steve, every one of those seven was either a Canadian or an expat Canadian. <laughs> now, I just spent 5,000 bucks on getting to the, uh, on going to the event. I just spent another 2,500 bucks on flights and food and all that kind of stuff. And as I'm flying home after that one, it's like, that's it a looks... little bit weird. <laughs> here, here I am spending 7,500 bucks US which is 22 million Canadian, um, so <laughs> 7,500 bucks US to go to the States to meet a bunch of Canadians. So on the way back on the plane, it's like, that's silly. I, I bet there's probably a thousand great entrepreneurs in Western Canada that I don't know because I'm spending a bunch of time in the States. So yeah. I came back and I started my own what we called the Banff Summit at the time. So my own sort of hand-picked high-level JV community that we started meeting twice a year to support one another to build JVs. And the, the model, and I talked to Christian about it, is fundamentally the same model that Christian uh, had. It's just it was aimed at these Western Canadian entrepreneurs. But that then sort of exploded and grew, which is a long story to get you to this part. <laughs> that's, a, that's good though. Go ahead. Okay, so these two communities, that number of zero to $2.6 million, those two communities combined, <clears throat> my JV community and the Christian Michelson community that I had spent a year and some supporting, mm -hmm. they probably generated about 1.8 of that $2.6 million, maybe even higher. I wish I had tracked it better, but the vast majority of that income came from those two groups. Now, this is where, this is the inception of JVology. So we have this incredible success. We're on uh, a bunch of stages. We're uh, uh, keynoting. We're on a bunch of uh, magazine covers, like it, like we were sort of the, the, the little mastermind sweetheart, so to speak. And um, then everybody is like, how'd you do that? How did you, like, like I've been struggling for years. How'd you do that? And, uh, you know, the short answer was through joint ventures. And then it was like, can you teach me? And it's like, no, we don't do that. And it's like, please, can you teach me? It's like, well, if I really like you, maybe. <laughs> and, and what happened was we ended up with this great big list of people that wanted to be in our JVology summit that weren't ready. They didn't have the skills. They didn't have the network. They didn't have the resources. They didn't have the tools. They didn't have the affiliate capability. They didn't have the grounding. And uh, over time, that is what JVology became was a training process to get people to be able to play at a high level at the summit. And uh, our first <clears throat> JVology Live was in uh, 2017 in January. And, um, and we have put thousands of people through that process. And our community is, has global reach. We're in the midst of developing an artificial intelligence driven platform. 
And uh, it's a totally exciting thing. Anyway, I, <clears throat> I, I can get carried away on that story, but it was just, again, no big strategy. It was, we just did something that then people wanted to model. And after being asked 3,000 times, it seemed like, um, we designed a program, said, well, if you want it, here's how it goes. That's so, I mean, the light bulb went on. It was the same thing with Mastermind of Millions. Like you totally. didn't think it was a home run. You didn't think it was anything. You thought it was an internal program. JVology, same thing. A bunch of people had to ask you. Something I want to point out to people listening that I think is one of the biggest things. It's one of the biggest things I've seen that has helped entrepreneurs be successful. And that is to kick your ego out the door. When you were walking around the room blindfolded in that, in that first meeting, right? You turned and you looked at the person next to you. She told you about how she had a 19 page PDF and was doing half a million dollars. And in, I know a lot of people, their ego would not allow them. They would say, well, she got lucky. She did something. I'm not doing that. That's not how my business works. I have this huge suite of products that I've developed for 25 years. I'm going to use those. And instead you said, you know what? These people know something I don't know. And that's whenever I've had big breakthroughs, I can trace it back to that almost exact statement of let's get really curious about what's going on over there because what I think I know, I obviously don't know. And when I can sit down and shut up and listen to people and ask good questions and get to know them, things start to go uphill, right? Really quick. The second thing that I've I don't know if you've seen this or if you've heard this, but if you've read Think, uh, not Think and Grow Rich, if you've read uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People, you basically took that book and modeled it. Instead of, hey, I have these personal development products, please help me market them, please help me market them. You picked a few people that you could get behind their products and you went and served them. Now, did yep. you make money for it? Of course you did. You got You got a percentage of sales, but you serve them. You didn't lead with what's in it for Jay. You didn't lead with how can I sell my crap? You didn't lead with it's all about me. You led with, hey, Lisa Sasevich, hey, great marketing mind. What can I do for you? How can I help you? And I feel like if people did that, the people that are struggling out there that are running around and they're like, oh my goodness, there are a million products out there. One of a one of my mentors said this in a live event, which I thought was brilliant. He was like, if your product, if you don't have the faith in your product that it will change lives right now, go sell somebody's product that you do believe will change their life. 100%. And that's, I think that is, I, I'm going down a little bit of a rabbit hole, but I really <clears throat> like the takeaways. I think they're really powerful. So Steve, can, can I just, can I just yeah. underscore one of the things you said? So in, it, it's so important to us that, uh, our JVology, um, we, which the tagline is the perfect mix of people, fun, and profit, in that order, by the way. Uh, but we have we have some very specific beliefs and sort of mantras that everything in the organization is organized around. And the single most important under the sun is this: a joint venture is a game of I'll go first. And it is just one of those pieces of this isn't what are you going to do for me. If a joint venture is a game of I'll go first, then it's always, what could I do for you? And how could we actually set that up in a way that could win for both of us? And if I'm not willing to go first, I probably don't, uh, I, I'm probably not going to be a decent JV partner anyway. So it just becomes this mantra and, and this culture of giving and supporting that even if you were just starting and you don't have a clue, as <laughs> a friend of mine says, 
there are some folks who couldn't find a clue in a clue closet. Um, <laughs> even nice. if you're just starting and you can't, and you don't have a clue and you can't find one, the community of support will guide the way. Awesome. I mean, I think those are, those are really good takeaways. And I like, I know you, so I know that you, you practice what you preach. Um, and when you give first, sure, some people are going to take advantage of it. Some things aren't going to lead to anything, but a lot of things will lead to things. I can think of relationships that I started five years ago just by helping somebody out over a casual lunch or at an event or jumped on a Zoom call to troubleshoot something with them. And like those relationships I still have today and they've, you never know how somebody will help you out. You shouldn't lead wanting something in return. Just lead to help people and it will, it will come back. 100%. So let's talk a little bit about JVology because you have a couple different things. I like the fact that you, first off, if you haven't been to Banff, Banff is one of the most beautiful places in the world. So you had the Banff Summit, which was limited to how many people? Well, <clears throat> the structure of that, basically we can do 30 people. And uh, you know what we usually do is we, we sell it to 35. And because that, that particular sort of category of people get last minute speaking gigs and all those sorts of things. So we sell it to 35. There's usually between 28 and 32 who show up um, in terms of any of those pieces. And, and we just finished this last one uh, about a week ago, which was completely stunning. And we did our first hybrid. We had a bunch of the crazy Canadians there in person. And then we had uh, the, the balance of people attending from all over the world on Zoom. It was an interesting experiment. So that's like the high end. Those are the people who have lists, they have an offer, they have stuff going on, but they still come to share. It's almost like a syndication where I'm going to support you. You're going to support me. Correct. But then you had all these other people that wanted that kind of outcome, but weren't there yet. So you built JVology, the big event, right? Yes. So talk to us a little bit about that, because I think that's where probably a lot of people are. Like they want to get to the high level place, but you said we built it to train them, to get them ready and to get them to move up to that level. So talk to us a little bit about what goes on at the JVology event. Yeah. So JVology Live, I, honest God, I just, I freaking love that program. Um, it is so, so, so good. So think of, think of it this way. Basically, there's somewhere between 200, 250 uh, attendees at, at each of these, generally speaking. And what we do is this, is we teach people the fundamentals of redesigning their business model so that they get a steady stream of perfectly qualified leads for free on the front end of their business, um, and then recurring passive income on the back end of their business, all through collaboration and doing a better job of solving our clients' problems. And, uh, and when, when we talk about more specific um, like takeaways, I'll teach a little model there that actually works quite beautifully. And um, so that's the big overarching picture. The keys to that is number one, we use something called the Joint Venture Success Wheel, and it has five key components to it. And uh, I guess I'm jumping ahead, but it'll help frame what happens in the, in that entire weekend. So the center of the wheel is community. And if you don't have community, the odds of being successful, uh, being successful in the joint venture world are exactly the same as the, the sort of center of the wheel. <laughs> it works out that way. Um, so, so we really work on community and there's an inordinate amount of breakout space. We practice our joint venture invitations and, and we help people understand that the, the real way for us to, to, frankly, kick ass and create, particularly during COVID uh, and any sort of difficult times, is collaboration, is, is this idea of, you know, pulling back and trying to compete and like that. 
that's a tough row to hoe these days in, 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 in entrepreneurship. So community is the center of the wheel. Then we have tech foundation. So there are just some fundamental tools. We've got to be able to build a list. We've got to be able to send an opt-in. We've got to be able to have affiliate tracking. We've got to be able to make it as simple and easy as possible for joint venture partners to support us. And by the way, it doesn't always have to be technology. I've helped people do uh, incredible JVs where they use the incredible high high tech process of handing somebody a coupon that they then go and use like that works too. We, we don't need to have, uh, you know, the latest and greatest infusion soft, but it does help. So there's the tech foundation. Then think of it as a, as a wheel. That's why we call it the success wheel. And then through the tech foundation going through community, we go up to list building. And this is one of the things that <clears throat> most of the world thinks their list isn't big enough or that they're, they don't have enough, <clears throat> enough access or reach and those sorts of things. And honest God gang, you just got to climb from where you're at. If your list is 12, 1,200, 12,000, 120,000, it doesn't matter. You just got to climb from where you're at and dedicate yourself to list building. And by the way, list building does not mean emails. That is just one sample of a list. Your Facebook group is a list. Your SMS uh, list is a list. Your messenger list is a list. Your, your, if you're old, like somebody whose hand might be raised, um, your, your mailing addresses are a list. Okay. So anyway, so then we got to go to list building. By the way, those two things, foundational. If you don't have those two things, the rest of it becomes difficult. But if you get those two things, then you move again through community to offers that convert. And the honest God truth is, um, you know, going back to being in that room with the, with the lights off, here's, here's one of my biggest takeaways from that first trip there. The biggest takeaway was I had products. And when they asked me, it's like, so do you have, do you have an offer? Like, of course I have an offer. I've been for 25 years. I'm doing seven figures. We got offers. We, we have 18 different weekend programs. But those aren't offers. Those are products. And you have to craft the product and the service and the experience into an offer, which I didn't understand. So then there's offers that convert. And then we go through the community again over to partners. And we're always working on those five elements. And depending upon where you're strong, depending upon where you're weak, depending upon what your next step is, you might spend more time in the tech foundation. You might spend more time in the list building. You might spend more time in the offers. You might spend more time in the community. You might spend more time in the partners. But, but that's, the, that's, the, that's the fundamentals. And we can always tell with our assessment of where somebody's next step is and what they should be doing so we can support them. Does that big picture make sense? Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. And, uh, and so we go through that and then we teach people how to craft a, so model the business. So those two pieces work and then how to craft a joint venture invitation. And then they practice that joint venture invitation over a hundred times with real people and shock of all shocks, even they're just practicing, but everyone leaves with partners. Everyone leaves with podcast bookings. Everyone leaves with webinar bookings. Everyone leaves with email swaps. Everyone leaves with they leave with deals done. And that's the thing that's so stunning and beautiful. So there, I mean, that wheel makes perfect sense. I think that there are probably people out there that shortcut it or that want to shortcut it or that are missing pieces. What would you say out of that wheel? Because I know a lot of people would think that the tech foundation is where they get hung up. The tech is pretty easy. Where's the main place because you've you've run this several times now where's the main place that people get hung up on the wheel like what's the biggest so can i tweak the question a bit 
Yeah, of course. So, so, so we categorize and, and help people to self-categorize because it, it, it makes a difference on the wheel. So we have folks that we call they're eager and willing, and they're sort of new to this whole, let's call it digital space. Um, they might have like a bricks and mortar store that uh, they're trying to get online, those sorts of things. So they're eager and willing. And um, then there's what we call the ready and refining, meaning the tech is done, all the rest of it. They might be refining, trying to get better opt-in rates or, or a better show-up rate or a better, you know, those sorts of things. Um, and then there is the, the experienced pros. So depending upon which category you're in, that's sort of what, what transpires. So the experienced pros, they want relationships and people. That's partners. It's all partners. The ready and refining are almost always stuck at offers that convert, meaning that I've got the pieces in place, but my conversions aren't what I want them to be and partners aren't really beating the door down to come and do those, those pieces. And then the mm -hmm. eager and willing are always stuck in tech and list. So e each one of those stages gets stuck in a different spot. That's, that is a really good answer. So I'm going to dig a little bit deeper there because I want, I want a takeaway for each one. So if they're eager and willing and they're stuck on the tech piece and they're stuck on list building. I love the fact that you redesigned, redefined what a list is because that's something I do with almost all the clients that I work with. I'm like, it doesn't have to be email. You should be emailing, but you can have a million other lists. It's the group of people that you can influence. Yeah. So for that first group, for the eager and willing, what is one takeaway that you would offer them on the show that like if they're just trying to come up with something, some action to take to move the needle, what would you tell them to do? Pay somebody to build and take care of your tech for crying out loud. <laughs> and if you're not going to pay somebody to take care of that, go get a job at McDonald's and flip burgers. You'll have more fun because that ain't a fun job. Good God. This, and I'm, I'm going to pick on Russell for a minute here. In the same way as the personal development world is like, oh, you can have a different thought. And once you have the different thought, you'll never have the old thought. And again, bullshit. In the same words, you're just one funnel away. No, in, in his own words, you are 2,800 funnels away when you know what you're doing and you don't. So I for would... crying out loud, this do-it-yourself BS story of regs to riches and I can click three buttons is bull. Pay someone real money and have a real business unless you want a hobby and you want to learn how to click buttons. If your objective is to learn how to click buttons, then do that. But for the love of all things good in the world, pay someone. Okay, rant over. <laughs> I think, I mean, I think that is really good. I, I love ClickFunnels. I love Russell. If you're just getting started, my advice to you would be, I like ConvertKit. It's 50 bucks a month to manage your email for you. And they have built-in landing pages that will convert not as well as ClickFunnels. It doesn't have all the bells and whistles, but you can literally build something by typing in a sentence. Download your PDF here. Yeah. And, and Nathan, um, he and I are members of uh, Mastermind Talks, and uh, he's just one of the smartest, good people on planet Earth. Like, I just think the world of him. And ConvertKit is an incredibly great starting point. There's no question. That's, I mean, for 50 bucks a month, it manages your email. So you can send email, you can have a list, and it will give you a simple opt-in that you can literally learn in five minutes. ClickFunnels, as much as they say it's plug and play, easy, blah, 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 it's not. I And almost none of them are by the time we get into the, the, the for us, the affiliate yeah. world. By the time you got to do affiliate programs, affiliate links, uh, all of the, the, that whole yeah. setup thing there, honest to goodness, nobody should be doing that. Like, and I don't know why, you know, and I say this in the class all the time. It's like, okay, so if you were building a retail store 
How many of you would go to Home Depot and buy a hammer and nails that you don't know how to use? How many of you would like, and I just list off all of the things that, that you don't have a clue how to use to go and build this beautiful space that you're going to sell your retail. And it's like, how many of you would do that? And they're like, oh, we wouldn't do that. That'd be stupid. Then why would you do it digitally? Yes. Same thing. I agree. Crazy. And you don't, the other thing that I guess I'll throw out there, you don't need a website. You don't need any fancy thing. Facebook page. You can build it in 10 minutes and you're, I know people whose entire seven figure business is built off of a Facebook page and a Facebook group. They don't have a website. You can do it. Yes. Okay. So the second piece then we've dealt with. You're still going to ask me questions after I had that rant. Oh yeah. <laughs> Rants are great. So we've dealt with the eager and willing. So now let's go into the refinement piece in the yes. middle. These people are focused on offers and this is, I, I agree. I think a lot of people get stuck here. They either overbuild and they end up with a product suite that's this big and they can't sell any of it, or they end up with, they can't figure out exactly what to make to convert. What's something that you would tell somebody that's in that phase? Don't build anything. Sell stuff, attempt to sell stuff, get real feedback from real people who, by the way, the feedback isn't, that's a great idea. The feedback is, here's my credit card and tell the truth. I'm in the process of building this. I have experience in this arena for this number of years. This is how this is going to go. You're going to get a wicked discount. You're going to get more access to me. You're going to do all of these things so that this, this fits and actually works. And when you have sold things, build them and over deliver. That simple. And the, and <clears throat> I think that's, I mean, obviously that works. I think build over deliver. If you tell somebody, this is a beta program, you're going to get access to me. I will make sure that you get the set outcome. It's not free. We don't give away stuff for free, but if you take action and it doesn't work, I'll refund you because yep. you should be willing to put that guarantee on a beta program. 100%. 100%. If you do that, you can sell some people and it's not about making a million dollars overnight right now. It's about getting a result for those people because then those people will give you testimonials. They'll become your raving fans. They will sell more people for you. They can be your first JV partners. Mm -hmm. A whole bunch of good things happen. And for people out there that are like, well, I don't know exactly what to build. I've got this thing. Look at your red ocean. Look at what is selling and offer to handhold people to get that result. You know that result sells, just take mm -hmm. them through your process to get there. That would be, that's what I recommend people do. It's, you don't have to reinvent the light bulb or the wheel or any of it. Mm -hmm. I, ditto, and, and it just over and over and over again, I see people putting months and years of work into creating something that no one has actually said, here's my credit card for. Right. Like, stop that. That's insane. Well, I think that comes, uh, what I tell people when they have that problem, when they're like, no, 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 I'm going to do it. I'm like, that is your ego speaking. You want to be told that you are great and that's a wonderful idea and you're solving all the problems. That is your ego. Instead, give people what they want because that's all customers care about. That's why they give you their credit card. What's in it for them? Honest to goodness, I had, I had one of the, and it, it, it by the way, when I said I struggled in the digital world until the, you know, this whole process I told you about, I was one of those folks. 
It's like, I'm going to look, I've got a strong seven figure business. I know how to sell. I know how this works. I'm going to take the exactly what we have done uh, in classrooms for the past, you know, 25 years. I'm going to do that online and it's going to be a higher level, higher, more dignity, da, 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 all those sorts of things. And of course I burned money by the wheelbarrow hole. So not so long ago, I just, I, I had a, and just talking about, and these guys didn't just, didn't just build the program ahead of time. These guys actually in Calgary built an entire television production studio the whole thing to shoot their stuff, to do all those sorts of things. And, and they were asking for some support in the joint venture world. It's like, um, you don't have a product that's proven yet. I, I wouldn't touch you with a 10 foot pole. Oh, but it's this and it's that. It's like, look, just, I need you to understand this is that you are an unproven commodity who has already made the top three most ridiculous mistakes in this space. No one's getting behind you. Go prove it which by the way, I'm pretty sure you can't. But if you do go prove it, call me immediately and we'll negotiate something. But it's not something that somebody who just spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on a studio and uh, 2,700 uh, um, <laughs> videos wants to hear. Right. And, and I understand that, but it's still the truth. That's, it is the ego. So, okay, those are the first two phases. Then you got the third people who are the pros. They've, they've got a proven offer that's converting pretty well. They've got their list. They've got all their tech worked out. What, what would you tell those people? Because they're there looking for partnerships. But my experience is I look, walking around some higher level events. Sometimes people can be a little bit um, with their nose in the air. You know, that person's not good enough to work with me. How do you, how do you, facilitate <laughs> this. in national it's like oh you only have a two comma club award uh, yeah. yeah no we, we we're, we're at the 10x yeah it's probably not gonna work out <laughs> yeah so how do you one what what would you tell those people coming to jbology because jbology is a big event it's not the 30 person summit yet so how what do you do with those people who are there and how do you how do you suggest that they get the most out of jbology what's a piece of advice that you would give them so, so the ready pros, um, short version is this. Most of the ready pros know what's going on. And, and I tell them you're looking for, frankly, people who are on the stage, people who are sponsoring, uh, and a couple of rising stars who are going to be in that community that are going to make sense. Most of, most of the people who are the ready pros who are at JBology Live are also hanging around to go to the summit, which happens afterwards. Okay, so it's a, it's a much, 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 much smaller pool in that particular audience. And so we just manage the expectations that you're probably looking for the sponsors, you're probably looking for these folks, you're probably looking for those, and I'm happy to do some introductions. But going back to, to, to the other question about the, the nose in the air and those sorts of things, the, the culture of JVology is pretty Canadian. And we have a rule which I'm pretty uh, clear and abrupt with, which is this, don't be an asshole. Because if you're an asshole, we're going to send you home. And this community knows one another. This community goes to one another's houses. This community holidays together. Uh, this, like, we are close. So if you're going to be an asshole, you're going to have to do that elsewhere because you only have one shot. And we actually, and I don't want to sound like, like we're bouncers, but there are about five people who are no longer welcome who all would be movers and shakers in that space that we just won't have back. And it's like, can I buy stage time? No, for no amount of money. Your values Good. don't fit. I got complaints about you. We're still cleaning up those complaints and you'll not be back no matter what. But we could make great money. Your money isn't worth anything if you're a pass. Well, what were the three, the three pillars that you said 
what what's JVology all about? Profit was the last. Yes. Right? People, fun, and profit. People first, then fun. And then if those two happen, profit will usually follow. Like you don't have to push all that hard on profit. That's people all. who put profit first are the ones who struggle the hardest because they're not putting people first. So we've kind of covered what the big, what JVology is like. Talk to me about the summit because you do some really amazing things at the summit. Some of the people listening to this might be interested in attending. So tell us how the summit works. The summit is the easiest uh, event in the entire universe that we run. And I just, I so love it. And basically the summit is a peer to peer relationship event. So there are no uh, sponsors. There are no sales. There are no uh, run to the back of the room. There's none of that. It is a peer-to-peer relationship building process. Every single person there, including me as the host, just does three presentations. Those three presentations is a, a joint venture invitation, um, a mastermind or a teaching option if, you, if you've got something you want to teach in that thing, and a gift of generosity that you give to everybody in the room. People often leave the summit with $60,000, $65,000 of real value gifts. Not 19-page PDFs, but like a day in a real television studio. Um, we Somebody uh, once gave a 10-day uh, residential speaking retreat where you actually worked out your entire selling from stage process. Um, so the gifts are often, and, and by the way, they're not all like that. Um, I've had uh, custom bottled wine with uh, my, my picture and name on it. Uh, handmade chocolate uh, flown in from uh, Costa Rica. Uh, like unique, amazing things. And what we say to people is this, is like, Every single person in this room could move the needle six figures plus for you in the next 12 to 18 months. How do you want to start that relationship with them and how do you want to be remembered? And people do stunning and beautiful things. So those three events, then, then we do a couple of things. There's always, uh, I shouldn't say always, but there's almost always a sommelier that comes out. So we spend a little bit of time because uh, we, want, we want white space that works for people to connect and because that's where the deals are done. The deals are done over breakfast and lunch and dinner and wine tasting and our activities and those sorts of things. So we always uh, have a little bit of a wine tasting uh, piece that leads to a nice little fun uh, soiree. And then uh, there's always, always an outside activity. So we've done everything from indoor skydiving to uh, uh, there's a, a brand new this thing called a Nordique spa. Have you ever been to a Nordique spa? It's no. Like, uh, it's like there's 10 pools of different temperatures. So you start sort of warm and then it gets really hot and then you go into the cold thing that almost kills you and then the then there's the cold three or four yeah three different three or four different saunas so that, that's what we do at Cananassi. it's just one of those beautiful things in the world but there's always these activities that we will go out and do as a group that uh, we create space to connect deepen the relationship it's something that we teach in jblg live this idea of multiplexing um the more the more, if you think, think of it as your two human beings are diamonds. The more facets that match, the deeper the opportunity for connection is. And if you only have like three to five things that match, like making money and all, it's like you'll be an acquaintance at best. But most of our people come back to the summit year after year after year after year after year to deepen those relationships. And, and in that process, that's where deals get done. And, and the fascinating thing about it is that often it's not the deal you think is going to happen. You know, a, a cool example is, a uh, friend of ours, Brad uh, Mooney um, and uh, Andrew Resmer. Andrew goes, have you ever heard of Hippocrates Health in, uh, in Florida? It's a residential health treatment center where they basically, you go live there for 30 days and uh, they change everything going back to you, this thing about personal development, your food, your meditation, your sleep, your like everything, everything, everything. Um, they cut a deal 
Andrew uh, cut the deal, uh, Brad built the system to actually market Hippocrates. Neither of them own Hippocrates, but they did a series of launches for this residential treatment program that exceeded over $2 million as a marketing arm JV for an organization they don't even own for crying out loud. But that didn't happen the first time they met. That happened in year two. And it's like, well, how else could we do something together? And I could give you a multitude of examples like that that have truly changed people's lives and businesses simply by the relationship being deep enough to go, what else should we be doing here? I like it. That I mean, that is at its core what I love most about this game, um, working with other people, just having the brainstorm sessions and the ahas, getting out of your own way. And that, I mean, if you're listening to this, chances are that you want to go. So Jay, where should people go to learn more about this? Uh, if they want to go to the summit, it's jviologysummit.com. So just jviologysummit.com. Um, and if you, if you want just sort of the broader pieces of, of everything that JVology does, they can just go to jviology.com and they'll get pointed off to the JVology Live or the summit or whatever else they might be interested in. Awesome. So I have just a couple rapid fire questions for you. People looking at doing a JV, what are the things that you usually see that cause the biggest problems, the biggest hiccups, things to fall apart? Because we've all heard the negative stories, right? Somebody didn't get paid or they got burned. What can they do? Like, yeah. what's some advice? Well, when, when this, by the way, is some of the very first content at JVology Live, and, and it's called the JV Mindset. Think of it as a Venn diagram because it's a Venn diagram. Um, <laughs> and and there, are, there are three key pieces to it that if ever something goes awry, you can always trace it back to one or more of these three foundational pieces. And the first of which is abundance. And it is when you're looking for a JV partner, this is why that whole thing of a joint ventures game of I'll go first. It, when you're looking for somebody who has an abundant mindset, isn't, isn't driven by scarcity, all those pieces, that is one of your most important foundations. Do you know Glenn Ledwell? Um, I don't. Flight, he runs the Flight Club Mastermind. He runs, um, oh, what the heck is it? Uh, Mind Movies. You remember Mind Movies? No. From personal Development World? No? Okay. Ah. Two for two. Anyway, hell of an entrepreneur does, uh, does like strong eight figures and has for a very long time in, in those spaces. So one of his simple things is this, is that if we're at the bar and the person who's trying to actually figure out a JV deal or any of those sorts of things doesn't pay for the drink, I won't JV with them. It's just as simple as if somebody is being cheap in that environment, you can be damn certain that if there's a problem, if there's a kink, if there's a difficulty, if there's a challenge, they're not going to be uh, leaning on the side of let's be generous and take care of our partner. They'll be leaning on the other side. So it's just, I won't, I don't. So to me, you're looking for ways in which they treat people, ways in which they demonstrate abundance, ways in which they choose to be generous, ways in which they treat people even or particularly at times where there's no benefit for them. So watch people's behavior because if they're nice to you and a complete ass to the waiter or the waitress, that's a pretty good sign. Run like hell. That's actually, I use that trick all the time. I use that trick on dates. I use that trick with other people. Like if we go to a restaurant and they are rude to the wait, wait staff or anything, I worked in restaurants for 20 years. Like you know. if you are rude to your waiter, waitress, bartender, I'm not going to do business with you. I'm going to immediately trigger that. So Okay, another rapid fire I want to touch on. What is the biggest tech hurdle that you see people get hung up on? Is it, I know we, we talked about like the 
building something, but I'm speaking about specifically in a JV situation where they're JVing yeah. with somebody, what's something that causes a problem and how do you fix that? It's crappy swipe copy. Uh, and not putting enough time, effort, and energy into giving the tools that are easy and accessible to use to your partners. Uh, anything that adds friction, and just going back to this, like, like I, I hear this all the time. It's like, well, so-and-so said they were going to do X, and they didn't do it. It's like, okay, well, let's be clear about this. So-and-so didn't wake up one morning and go, the best thing I could do today is to make a promise to you that I'm not going to keep later. That will be great. I can't wait to do that. Nobody wakes up and does that. So first and foremost, give people the benefit of the doubt. We are all running our asses off and juggling too many damn balls. So mm -hmm. number one, so you give people the benefit of the doubt. Number two, the next piece to that is give them tools that are easy to get to, easy to use, and easy to adapt and easy to send. That's number two. And then number three is, for the love of all things good in the world, communicate, 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 communicate. And did I say communicate? Um, and if you put those three things together, the tech, what, what people think is a tech hurdle often is just improve your swipe, talk to them more and be more helpful. That's it. That's because they didn't I mean, wake up in the morning going, I can't wait to screw Steve. I said I was going to send an email and <laughs> today I didn't do it. <laughs> like what the heck? Nobody does that. <laughs> I would, I agree. That's it. Always give people the benefit of the doubt. Communicate. Like I over communicate. I always try to, if I'm going to do something with somebody, even if it's just as simple as work with them to send a couple emails, I make sure that I spell it out. And I usually send it through Facebook Messenger because there's a trace of it. Email works. Like that way there's a paper copy. I can always say, hey, I, maybe I misunderstood. Check this out. Something. It just helps clear so many things up. And it really comes back to don't be lazy is what I, that's what I tell myself anyway. Lazy and an ass. I, I, if, if there's time, I got a good story about that one, by the way. <laughs> nice. Um, we covered a wealth of information. Is there anything that we did not touch on that you think people need to know about JVs? Yes. Yes. All right. And, and, uh, um, and this is, this is one of the fundamental premises of the entire JVology community, what we teach at JVology Live. It is a golden thread through everything we do. It is the driving force of our platform. And it is simply this. Most people, when they're trying to set up JVs, are trying to look exactly like, so who has my client? And usually when they ask that question, they end up thinking about somebody that does something pretty damn close to their own offering. And it's like, those, aren't, those are not your ideal JV partners. If there's like a 30% overlap in the offering, nobody's going to be jumping up and down about that. It's like, it, it, it's, it's stepping on the promise of the person who you're talking about. Okay. So we teach this thing called an upstream downstream model. And I'll, if I get three minutes, I'll give you the two second version of it. Yeah. Each of us solves a particular problem. JVology solves the problem of no leads or expensive leads and inconsistent income. That's the problem we solve. We can get you free leads and we can get you recurring income. Ta-da! It's a good problem to solve. Now, every single one of us must be able to articulate that clearly the problem that we solve. Once we do that, now we look upstream because right this very second, regardless of what your niche or, or particular uh, problem is that you solve, there are a thousand, 10,000, a hundred thousand, maybe a million people who are in the process of discovering that they have that problem. Okay. In fact, there are organizations, training facilities, coach certification schools, all those sorts of things that are actually causing the problem that you solve. 
Think that through for a moment. They're causing the problem that you solve. So here's a good example, by the way. Facebook causes a great problem that I solve. Expensive, crappy leads is the problem that Facebook creates. And then it's like, wait, how, how am I going to manage those costs? Well, you could actually try joint venturing. It could make a monumental difference. So Facebook is actually upstream for me mm -hmm. because they caused this problem that people then go, what's the alternative? Well, why don't you come and join this community and I'll actually hook you up with a bunch of people that will send you traffic for free. You only pay when they actually buy something. That's not a bad idea. So all of us, if we can look upstream, who causes the problem that we solve, who diagnoses the problem that we solve, who reveals the problem that we solve, those are your upstream partners. And you simply go to them and you have a meaningful conversation that says this, you know that you, when you deliver your product, service, and experience, you end up causing these ancillary problems. And they go, yeah, we know that. It's like, great. Would you like to do something about that and be of more service to your client and actually make extra money? Usually it's like, yeah, I'd like to do that. Okay, well, why don't we make an arrangement that for the great people, you send them to us. When we sell them, we send you money. What happens is you've solved another one of your clients' problems better and you've made more money, which by the way, that money is pure profit because they have no delivery costs for that. That is pure bottom line profit. That's our upstream. Then our downstream is we do the same thing for us. It's like, wait a second, when I do this, I cause a problem. So when I teach people joint ventures, often it's like, yeah, but I don't have software that does affiliate links. Yeah, I know most people don't, but here's how we can solve it. You know, I can connect you with somebody who's going to set up your infusion soft. I can connect you with somebody who's going to do influencer soft. I can connect you with somebody who's going to do groove card. I can connect you with like, there's a whole variety based on their process that we yep. just solve that problem for them. And when we do so, we get rewarded. That's the downstream recurring passive income. So instead of asking the question of who is my clients, ask the question who causes reveals or diagnoses the problem I solve and go build relationships there. And then to do, do the truth, pardon me, tell the truth for you. What problems do I cause or reveal for my clients and how do I help them get those handled? You do those two things. What we know is this 10 great upstream partners and 10 great downstream partners that will add a zero to your profit. So if you're making 10,000 bucks, you make a hundred thousand bucks. And people think that that's marketing hyperbole. Those are case studies and facts. You I just got to put the right ones in place. That's awesome. So the last piece that I'm going to touch on to circle back is we touched on, if you want to move the needle, right? You just shared a ton of great ideas. And I know everybody right now is buzzing. They feel like they're moving the needle. But the challenge is you have to get a core group of people that's going to support you in this. And you have that, correct? Yes, that is what our community is. That, that's really what our product is. I mean, we do a bunch of training on the rest of it, but here's the real key to it, is that we provide a community that understands this. And you can go to them and say, hey, I think you're upstream for me because I think you caused this problem and I solve it. Do you want to have that conversation? They're like, oh, that'd be awesome. So we don't have to go through this whole song and dance, all the rest of it. The foundation, the language, the jargon, the process is all in place. So you can just say, hey, I think I'm your downstream. Should we have coffee? Yeah, let's, let's do that. It, it just accelerates this. And we've got a global community that, uh, you know, a membership community that meets, you know, twice a month. We've got our live events where those folks all come and meet each other as much in person as possible these days. Um, and that's, that's the core of what we do. That's awesome. If you guys are listening to this and you want to get involved, go to jbiology.com get involved with this program. Jay is just as nice as he sounds. He really does care about your success. He's a truly phenomenal human being. Jay, thank you so much for being on. Brother, I really appreciate it, Steve. No problem. To all of you listening, thank you 
Tune in next time. And until then, take action, change lives, and make money. We'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. Are you looking for a way to produce powerful content that creates quality leads and can scale your business from 3K to 10K and beyond? If so, head over to storiesthatscale.com and pick up your free templates today. These free templates will show you the five core stories that will help your business scale that you can tell across social media, email, and YouTube. Anywhere you need content, these templates will help you out and they're free at storiesthatscale.com. Or if you know you want my help building out your content and monetization strategy, head over to steven.coffee and book my time today. Till next time, take action, change lives, and make money. I'll see you soon. Thank you.